For those of you that don't know, I'm Rex. I'm not a pastor. I'm not really anybody important, but they let me speak from time to time. So tonight's jersey night. I see some of you wore some controversial jerseys. We got a Cowboys jersey. We got a Rockets jersey. We got a few uh, bandwagon Cub fans in the house. Three of them that I saw. Ooh, and I, yeah, you with the Chargers. That's pretty gross, too. Mine? What's wrong with mine? What's that? It's not a jersey. That's a t-shirt, bud. So it's a long sleeve t-shirt, question mark? Um, So tonight we're going to do, we're going to wrap up the GOAT series. Um, So we did this series because we're a little obsessed with this guy named Jesus, right? He's what we're all about. That's why we're here. And if you don't know about him, you're going to learn about him tonight. Um, But he really is the greatest of all time. If you don't know about Jesus, completely perfect in every way. So you can't measure up. But there are some ways that you can be more like Jesus. And one of those ways is obedience. Obedience, the road for obedience is not forced It's followed. And Jesus paved the way. We see that in uh, Philippians 2, 8, and 9. I think that's going to be on the board. Oh, there's the first point. So write that down. The road to obedience is not forced. It's followed. And Jesus paved the way. And then Philippians 2, 8, and 9 says, Jesus lived a selfless, obedient life. And then he died a selfless, obedient death, and the worst kind of death at that, a crucifixion. Because of that obedience, God lifted him high and honored him far beyond anyone or anything ever. That's pretty strong words. I mean, obviously, if you know about Jesus, it's perfect, but it's pretty strong words. He's the goat forever. Nothing can be above him, right? So if Jesus is the goat, why are we talking to you guys about how to be great? He's already got the title. You can't measure up. I already said that. So why are we talking about it? Pretty simple. He told us to pursue greatness. It's really that simple. So if Adele came to you and asked you, hey, I want to teach you how to sing. You'd be like, all right, cool. Let's do this. Drop everything, run out the door. Michael Phelps, same thing. If he walked in and said, I'm going to teach you how to swim today. You'd be like, grabbing your floaties, maybe your life jacket. If you don't know how to swim, jumping in that pool, right? And if Michael Jordan walked into this room tonight, the real goat, and if you say LeBron, I will smack you in the face. I owe so many of you smacks in the face. I didn't think that all the way through. But if Michael Jordan walked into this room tonight and said, I'm going to teach you how to shoot a jump shot. You're going to go grab the sneakers that coincidentally have his name on them. 
lace them up, go to the gym, and figure out how to shoot, right? So when the greatest tells you to do something, you listen. And we see that in John thirteen fifteen. It says, I've set, an, I've set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Jesus, the greatest of all time, wants to show us how to live great. The greatness we're trying to teach you isn't about YouTube followers or untold millions. It doesn't work that way always. But you might be able to achieve greatness in things that really matter. Greatness means that my life matters. Greatness means that your life matters. Yes, you, Brett, even you. So how do we get there? Philippians 2, 8 and 9. We read that earlier. There's a word in there that's repeated three times in the matter of a very short paragraph. Obedience. It's not a very popular word. I'm kind of a rebel. Typically when somebody says, hey, Rex, do this, and they're expecting me to do it, I'm like, actually, I'm going to do the opposite of that. So, but... According to Jesus, the goat, there's something about obedience that's tied to greatness. Obedience is the road to greatness. So if obedience is the road to greatness, Jesus gave us road signs, right? Yeah? Along the path, maybe direct us a little bit. Tell us how to go, for sure? Yeah, for sure. So sign one, humility. Ooh, that's fancy. So we spoke about this in week one, or Jeremy did. Um, the road to greatness starts with actually a step down. Jesus went from heaven to a manger for you. Luke 2.51 says Jesus even became obedient to his human parents. Do you realize what that had to take? Like, Mary's like, hey, Jesus, I need you to take a bath. And he's like, no, nah, just walk on the water. I'm out of here. <laughs> right? Yeah, walking on the water. That's crazy, right? Joseph walks in and says, you have to finish your dinner. And he's like, all this dinner? And just multiplies it and fills up the house with bread and fish. I can't finish that. Mary and Jesus are arguing. She's down in his face. I brought you into this world. I can take you out. I brought you into this world first, Mom. <laughs> right? That's crazy. But he didn't do that because he's better than you and me. Because we would totally do that if we had the ability. <laughs> no question. So, humility. Take a step down. Take a step back. Have some perspective. Sign two. Trust. Ooh, that gets me every time. So, for most of Jesus' childhood, all the way to age 30, we don't really know much about his life. Right? 
Jesus knew his reason for being on earth, but he wasn't ready to start his ministry. Well, to be honest, God wasn't ready for him to start his ministry. So he had to have trust about that timing, right? I mean, if you're the son of God incarnate on earth, wouldn't you want to walk in day one and do some miracles? Just be like, bam, bam. I'm the powerful son of God. But he waited 30 years. So we need to learn in the trust to trust in the right thing. Not money, not friends, not popularity, not humor, athletic skills, anything like that. Jesus knew that he needed to trust God because the work he was doing was going to take some major trust. So you have to know tonight that there's no greater person to trust than God. I love my wife, but God comes first. That's the truth. Facts. Sign three. Hard work. The road to obedience is marked with hard work. He spent three years of his ministry walking hundreds of miles, sometimes just to speak to one person. Some of you might walk 100 miles to get to Pikachu, but not so much for this, right? He spent three years hanging out with teenage boys, 12 of them, and that's rough. <laughs> at least it smelled. At the very least, it smelled. Three years of touching sick, hopeless hurting people that nobody else wanted to talk to, nobody else wanted to touch, fighting mean, hypocritical Pharisees that told him he was wrong at every turn, tried to trip him up at every turn. Jesus knows what it is to work hard. No one gets to greatness without hard work. I'm going to tell you something tonight, and this is, I hope it doesn't come as a shock, but Christianity, being a Christian is hard work. If anyone ever told you different, they lied to you. You have to follow Jesus in a world that rejects him. It's not easy to be kind to the person nobody else wants to talk to at school. It's not easy to take extra time and read your Bible and pray. To make that time. It's not easy to love people who don't love you back. It's not easy to serve people most of the time. It's hard work to be generous. And it's hard work to be obedient. It just is. Our human nature says, no. I'm going to do my own thing. Right? The things in life you have to work hard for are usually the things that are most worth it. The path of least resistance leads to the prize of least reward. Sign four. Sacrifice. Yes. The road of obedience is marked with sacrifice. So I'm sure by now you're thinking, yeah, we get it. Jesus was obedient, but he was the son of God. It's not fair. 
but even Jesus had to learn. Hebrews 5.8 says, even though Jesus was God's son, he learned obedience. Josh is a fantastic drummer. Would you agree? Fantastic. But what if he just quit before he really learned how to play? He was going along and said, this is hard. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. But you're already good, so that doesn't work. Josh... To be good at the drums, very superficially, obviously, but he's awesome. Sacrificed time, probably some relationships, at least time with some relationships. He practiced when nobody was watching. Nobody cared, necessarily. Nobody was checking in on his progress. Nobody was being like, hey, how's it coming, buddy? You learned that drum set? I don't really know drum things. I'm sorry. But the point is that he sacrificed his time, at the very least, to be good. Sacrifice is the greatest act of obedience, and even Jesus had to learn that. On Jesus' last night on earth, he knows he's about to be betrayed, arrested. We find him in the garden talking to his father, because he's about to make the ultimate sacrifice. This is what he said. He says, Father, remove this cup from me, but please, not what I want. What do you want? When he's about to take the full force of sin upon him, when he's about to be beaten, bruised, and mocked, he's praying. I don't know what to do. I don't want to do this. But... The latter half is obedience, a spirit of obedience. Because Jesus had taken years learning obedience, he was willing to say yes when it really mattered. If you want to be great, you have to join Jesus on the road to obedience. You have to say yes to God. Every step of obedience led steps <clears throat> I'm sorry. Every step of obedience led to steps of greatness out of an empty tomb. Everything that you do every day to prepare yourself will translate to greatness if you're doing the right things. We love to celebrate that resurrection. Easter, right? Everybody knows about Easter. <laughs> you guys kind of went dead for a second. I thought I lost you. I was really worried, like in my heart. Right here. You can't celebrate the resurrection without the crucifixion story. Jesus isn't just great because he died and rose for us. He's great because he lived for us. There are many days, honestly, I feel like giving up. And I've got three small children. 
You want to talk about a test of patience. I get home from work. I've worked my whole day. And I get about usually 25 minutes of just peace. And then that door opens. I'm like, what just happened? Yeah, my, my reaction exactly. What just happened? It was quiet in here. And then you monsters, <laughs> crumb-snatching dream stealers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's hard. I mean, the, the moral of that is that you are dream stealers. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Just slips up every now and then. No, but there are days, obviously, when it's really hard and you want to give up. You have to remember what Jesus did for you. Because what he did is way more than you've ever done for him. Maybe you're here tonight and you're feeling this way. Maybe you feel like you need to give up. Maybe you've gone too far down a road you feel like you can't turn back from. Here's the great thing about roads. Even the one-way ones, you can turn around. It's not the path of least resistance, for sure. But you can turn around and you can get back on the right road. Just whip it. Let me encourage you a little bit with uh, Hebrews 12, 2 and 3. Keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished this race that we're in. Study how he did it, because he never lost sight of where he was heading. That exhilarating finish in and with God, he could put up with anything along the way. Cross, shame, whatever. Now he's here in the place of honor, right alongside God. When you find yourself flagging in your faith, go over that story again, item by item. That long litany of hostility he plowed through that will shoot adrenaline. That will shoot adrenaline into your souls. That's pretty awesome. Like, yeah. I mean, we all have days no matter how strong of a Christian you think you might be, we all have days when we're like, I believe in God, but is this worth it? Yeah. You do. It's a reality. At the end of the day, the decisions that you make every day determine your eternity. So it's worth it. If you want to know how to walk the road of obedience, keep looking back at Jesus' story. He set an example. Just look at Jesus and do what he did.